So I have I keep a guitar uh, next to my desk from working from home. I will say I I am as productive, but probably in all honesty, more productive working from home because I tend to talk to people and I don't know how to. Get, if somebody comes over and they just blab, I don't know how to get them to go away. Um, people re- find that and there's like. Bet I have like a hobo sign scratched on me that's like gives out pies, easy marks, something like that. In the future, suggest this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I and I make um, like daily things of okay, got to get this done every day, and and it works out for me because I do like to fuck off. But then if I have those those things, then I get it done. So I'm doing I'm I'm sailing, but you have some boring calls, and I keep my guitar right next to my desk. And so might be on one of those calls. Oh, we're switching to let them do a status report. I don't need to care about that. Or in this case, slamming on some power chords there. And turkey in the straw, turkey in the turkey in the straw. Gobble 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 turkey in the straw. <laughs> We're on a high cross yep. bonds. <laughs> um, it was not a video call, at least, but uh, otherwise, you can't play guitar. Yeah. They'll, they'll see you. But I forgot to hit mute. And normally, oh. I'm great about that. But I had left it off because I was just waiting to like. I was like, if he shuts the fuck up, I'll tell him. That it, never mind. And then I then it was going on. I forgot about it. And I heard them talking. Who is doing this? Blah blah blah. And then I heard them saying like, we know. Uh, you know, Simon, we know you have a guitar, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And then I was like, wait, what? Oh, oh, uh, hey, hey, guys, that was me. And that that was a cool riff, though. Like, wait, oh, did you okay. not ask me to play? Did you not ask me to play Brown Eyed Girl? I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Manufacturing. That's, oh. Oh, yeah, I was way off. Really oh, thought you were sorry. talking about the Goo Goo Dolls. Jesus, sorry about that. Mm. Well, anyway. you know, I thought this was a, a safe space to, to brainstorm. No bad ideas, right? I'll do it there. You never yeah. know. What if we had an Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> so we need some more Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Can he see or is he blind? Just, I just want to throw that question out there. You said there's no stupid questions. Can he walk and talk? Um, yeah. Is he alive or dead? Yeah. Has he thoughts within his head? My earlier question. Who are you? Again, as we've said, we are legally obligated to cover the topics that you submit. This week... The topic that was passed along to me. Now, maybe this uh, came down in other ways, but I I, I got this via text. Uh, and this is from the listener. Let Just to, uh, I don't know all the initials, so to protect his identity, we'll just call him Angus. And J. Angus R., I think is his full J. Angus R. Okay. So J. Angus R. gave us... I, I believe he he thought he was an audience member at a long-form improv show, and we asked for one-word suggestions because <laughs> <laughs> the topic this week, Hulkamania. So, yeah, whatever uh, that entails. We, yes, we could go a lot of different directions with that. I want to just start off right off the bat and get your guys' one word uh, that comes to mind when you hear Hulkamania. 
so Corey, you hear Hulkamania. What do you think? Let's do this. You say it, and I'll tell you the thing that I... Like, you say the word, and I'll say it right away. Go ahead. Hulkamania. Brother. <laughs> okay. I can think of okay. no other single Correct. word to, to sum that up. It's not wrong. Okay. Uh, ben. Hulkamania. There's no way that one word can sum it up, brother. It's more than a word. It's a feeling. A feeling that's coursing through my veins. It's coursing through the veins of every man and woman and child in this great country of ours. It's underground. It's bubbling. You can feel it under the cities. And it's like a volcano. And it's ready to blow up. Kaboom! Anyone else? Uh, I, the one word that comes to mind right now is erect. Because I am very hard uh, having heard that. Uh, Grant, one word. Hulkamania. Tan. Tan as shit. Just when you think he couldn't get any tanner, he he done done went and did it. Is is he a member of the Full House family? Because he couldn't get any tanner. Uh huh. Is he on Good Morning San Francisco right now? Because he's a tanner. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Grant. Like there, there, there's tan. There's um. Okay, man. Wow, that guy's like really hitting the tanning booth. Then there's like. What we've and we've all seen this next level, which is like Jesus. They're spending a lot of time in the tanning booth, but he takes it one level yes. further, at least one level. We're mm-hmm. like, what? He's like, how? What it's is like, going um, on? Imagine if there was a paint color called Tanned Hogan, and he's like, <laughs> he's like the lid that gets left out in the sun. That like thick. Like like marble, like, like his skin paint. is kind of gummy yeah. too. Right, like, <laughs> right out top of a paint lid tan. Like that's tan. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Corey. Uh, a lot of people would label you as uh, as Gen X, meaning you guys are you're cynical, you're disaffected, negative people. Uh, Grant, obviously a millennial. Gen uh, You're lazy. You live in your parents' basement. Uh, you play Pokemon and protest social media so the gays can marry dogs or whatever it is that millennials are <laughs> Protest dogs so the gays can marry social media. That's it. I thought That's it was it. so gay dogs could marry uh, avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg has her way. Mm-hmm. Um, that millennial bitch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's been alive for a millennium. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, isn't that what that means? Yes. Uh, that's what Bader means. Me, I'm, I'm right in that sweet spot between those generations. Uh, I'm, I'm positive, confident, full of American pride. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to take on any contender because, brothers, I was born a Hulkamaniac. This is true. Um, historians agree that Hulkamania was the apex of American civilization. Um, I grew up in it. I've, I've lived it, a child of the, the 80s and early 90s. Uh, it's it's made me the dominant alpha male that I am. You had one of those like stuffed like wrestler figures. Did you have Hogan or Savage? I don't remember. Where it's like he's got uh, like his arms like this. I actually, yeah, oh yeah, everyone. I mean, without even seeing you, Grant. Yeah, those if are. You, if you were to say stuffed Ultimate uh, Warrior wrestling figure, everyone would know. And yeah, we had we had Ultimate Warrior. Oh, Warrior. Okay. But keep in mind, we also had uh, Sega Saturn. We always had the like. <laughs> That is the, true. the one level down version of whatever. Yeah. Was, all the cool kids had the Hulk Hogan toy. We had the Ultimate yeah. Um I obviously lived Hulkamania, and it made me the successful alpha male that I am today. But the kids these days, they need a new Amania to inspire mm. them. So okay, I want to uh, hear your 
pitches, your proposals for a new Amania, um, I will judge and, and uh, score some points, so to speak, to put it, put that into my rubric and decide which new Amania. You got a rubric. Uh, I, I have a rubric of sorts. I used to be able to solve the rubrics cube. Um, I, <laughs> okay, it's, it's all well and good to say we need a new Amania. Mm. Um, this is agreed and people know it, but... It's the difference between like having like a really successful little corner shop and going like global like with branding and like you know corporatization and yeah. like like franchising that shit out. You got to get like a lot of push behind it. There's like there is the mechanics of like the delivery and like the art the society we live in. So I think um, it has to be something that it's accessible, right? Um, and for me, I thought, how about something that we've also recently had? So, uh, off the vampire craze of the late 90s and early 2000s, I think we should bring back Transylvania Mania. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's been... Tra- when? We've, we've been... I'm just trying to spell that. Everyone, everyone <laughs> understands yeah. vampires. There's been yeah. shitloads of vampire movie. There's, it's, you can be an edgy little shitty teen lord and like be all goth oh, and yeah. vampire. True. It's perfect. It's, it's, it's accessible is what it is. So, that's why I say we push for it. At least I'm pushing oh, for it. Oh, and it's for everybody. It's the Rosetta Stone of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, vampires. <laughs> That's true. Name a person who doesn't know vampires. It's of Rosetta Stones. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Like, the you hit everyone. It, this is a Transformers movie. Um, uh, those everyone can be a vampire wasn't it a vampire movie a minute ago oh yeah. it's a transformers movie <laughs> yeah but it's like uh, it's like there's a, a vampire transformer it's the, oh transformovania exactly Vania. it's a, it's it's for everyone you're going to make you're going to make all the money because it's for everybody there's a little something for everyone grandpa okay. want to be a vampire that's cool kid in an iron lung want to be a, be, be a vampire ain't no rule says a kid in an iron lung can't be a vampire <laughs> wheelchair kid he can be a vampire there's no okay. there, it's all inclusive there's, all right there's no limit of different handicapped children that have yeah. driven stakes through their hearts just in, on the off chance that they were vampires. Exactly. I treat them all the same. Exactly. I treat them all the same. Yeah. Right. You, that's what you say as you hammer that stake through their I can't see your wheelchair. I can't see your wheelchair. Yeah. You know what they've always said? You hammer a stake through their heart and let God sort them out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, Transylvania Mania is uh, the way I'm going to go. I think what you're trying to say is uh, if if there's a broad stereotype Found on a co- on the cover of a college uh, application brochure, uh, they can be a, a Transylvania <laughs> mania. Right, mania. Transylvania manias for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised that uh, my mania has another mania that's so close that it's almost infringing upon its its territory. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I it's, it's not exactly the same. I mean, there's vampires, yes, but obviously. What's better than vampires is mummies, and who better to represent mummies than Mumra the Ever Living? So, oh wow! My, I, I propose Mumra Mania, in which he becomes our new Hulk Hogan. Okay, Mumra Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely gonna have to dive in a little bit deeper into this. I'm, I'm really excited to hear. Uh, not just I, I need to hear more about Mumra, but it's, you're definitely gonna want to differentiate yourself, uh, Grant, as you've already pointed out. You know, I don't want to. If there's some blurry lines between Mumramania and Transylvania, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to split the vote here and then have Ben win. You know, right, right, right. Okay. I also don't um, want to have Ben win. Um, but que- <laughs> <laughs> uh, question uh, um, is: 
maybe maybe this uh, gets answered later, and I'm just front loading this. But uh, is Mumra playing the heel? No. Okay. Mumra's. <laughs> All right. No. Mumra's our no. patriotic hero. Gotcha. No, no. Go of ahead. course. Everyone okay. loves I mean, Mumra. Mumra, right? Almost the ever living. No, I know. Children I know. love him. I just want to know. Almost by definition, your your Amania hero should be a baby face, right? Girl? Right. <laughs> He, and, and and he is. I never saw a lot of Thundercats, but trust me. Okay. Um, and Ben, you're a mania. Uh, please tell me it's easier to pronounce than Transylvania mania or Mumra mania. Yeah, sure. Um, Coca mania. Uh, it's about it's about cocaine. Ah. I I think I think that um, a lot of people are going to get really excited about cocaine. <laughs> like anyone who tries it yeah i mean if you get into it you'll you'll be pretty enthusiastic so i think we should try cocamania again yeah i mean it lined up with hulkamania in the 80s so i think this is <laughs> yeah it makes I, sense to sort of bring it back i think ben oh, that's a good point Ben just peeled like ben's got like the a jar that he just peeled the the label off of it's hulkamania <laughs> without the brand is cocamania <laughs> oh right yeah right that tan was just Not he far was, off. He was a tan shape full of coke. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out if you do too much coke, it turns your skin tan and it bleaches your hair. Brother. <laughs> it bleaches all the hair that doesn't fall out, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of uh, overlap with all three of these with, um, with the actual Hulkamania. So mm-hmm. let me give you guys a quick uh, bet. As the resident podcast professional wrestling expert, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. let me give you guys a quick background of, of Hulkamania so we know what we're dealing with. 1953, Terry Jean uh is born. A, he's a man of impressive physical stature. He's 6'7", that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a big um, dude. Big son bitch. Big son bitch. Uh, he he probably has like an upright piano in his elevator uh, in his house. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Grand, he needs a baby. Maybe a baby grand. Maybe a baby grand. Maybe a baby grand. Not a maybe not a full grand. grand. So born in 1953, like most Floridians, uh, he played uh, bars in a local rock band until some wrestlers discovered him uh, and got him in the ring. So in 1974, he makes his CWF d- debut, which is. Uh, the Championship Wrestling from Florida. From Florida, yes. Yeah. Debuts against Brian Blair. Actually, I should have quizzed Grant. B. Brian Blair? B. Brian Blair. Uh, from the, of the, the Bee Brothers? Of, of the Killer Bees? <laughs> he has been mentioned. Uh, he's a friend of the pod. Friend, friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Shout out to B. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, B. Brian B. to protect his identity. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, young Terry, he, he's still, he's wrestling under various names. He, he, he's a heel for a while. He does some tag team. So, 1984, a young Matt Siefker is one year old. And, uh, <laughs> FDR's in the White House. Uh. <laughs> and a bag of Coke costs a nickel. Um, uh, Hulk Hogan beats the Iron Sheik mm-hmm. in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon proclaims during the match, quote, Hulkamania is here. Quick side note, 
We did a whole episode on badass names. In fact, I think that was a user <laughs> submission. Oh. How did we not mention Gorilla, Gorilla Monsoon? Monsoon? 100%. Yeah. Always would have been one of my favorites. Yeah, that's follows, a Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, that's fo- a Hall of Famer. It follows the Cadillac uh, uh, best of blank with uh, best animal, <laughs> best weather condition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the Gorilla formula. Monsoon, man. Mm. So fucking rad. That's raining cats yep. and doves. Oh, of yeah? Name. We got a gorilla monsoon over here. Monsoon. It's not monsooning gorillas. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, for my, for my money, the the combination of announcing of uh, monsoon and Jesse the body uh, can't be beat. To this day, I'm still a big fan. Monsoon and Heaton, pretty good. Nothing wrong with, Nothing wrong with Jesse. Good Jesse's too. great too. Are 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 we forgetting? Are we just throwing Mean Gene right out the window? He wasn't an announcer. Mean was Gene a, was not was an, an interviewer. Yeah. He, he didn't, didn't call. He didn't the call the action. He was never during any. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. uh, you were only one year old at the time. It's yeah, no, you don't I'm not blaming I, you. I mean, I was testing you guys because I am the wrestling. Yeah, the wrestling. You're the wrestling expert. Yeah, you're the wrestling expert. Good thing none of us mm-hmm. fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Hulk beats the Iron Sheik, and like you had said, uh, he started out as a bad guy uh, because that was like he was a bad guy archetype. Big, strong, tan, blonde guy. You know, it's like a beach bully type of archetype. Ah. Going back to superstar Billy Graham. Uh, but that's that's that was a wrestling bad guy. And then Vince saw the a, a guy who was created to be a bad guy and said, nope, he's a good guy. And he's like the greatest good guy there ever was. So, interesting. And, yep. and like he united the territories... Um, and Otto von Bismarck united Germany. It's true. Um, Otto also thought uh, that uh, giant blonde guys uh, would go for being. <laughs> maybe that wasn't. Maybe that wasn't Bismarck. Maybe that, was, maybe that came later. Well, that you're thinking of the Prussian Wrestling Federation. That was that was later. In, that was in the 40s. You know what, Grant? I fall into that problem all the time. <laughs> I'm thinking of Prussian wrestling. Is this WWF or Prussian wrestling? Um, so. 1984, the launch of Hulkamania. Keep in mind, it's this regional backwater. By 1987, WrestleMania three, uh, Han, uh, Hogan. The headline is Hogan v. Uh, Andre T. Giant. Mm-hmm. Um, we have undisputed a an attendance record of 93,000 people in the Pontiac Silverdome. 93,000 North Koreans packed the Pontiac Silverdome. <laughs> <laughs> never I watched 000. these WrestleManias, by the way. Uh, I, I watched these WrestleManias. This was in my prime time of from kindergarten through, yes, yes, yes. Um, a friend's family would get it, and then he had two older brothers. Their, all their friends would come, uh, and we would all you know chip in a little bit. His mom would make like pizzas and food and stuff, and uh, I was... So I couldn't be more into it, which I also thought it was 100% real at the time. So Sure. Just the the swing of of how this went from like a very regional thing like you might have on a local channel to like a national phenomenon uh to where again 93,000 people are packing the Silverdome and Ben's, you know, eating pizza at the neighbor's house with a bunch of kids <laughs> watching this like wouldn't have happened. It was, it, was, it was an unprecedented attendance record at the Elkers house, by the way. Yeah. That, that, that attendance record still holds to this day. 13 North Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there, there, there were 23 of us and, and 13, 17 North Koreans also there, too. Damn. The largest Ottawa yeah. indoor Korean attendance record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to have the indoor on there. So just a. 
from there, WWF uh, goes on MTV, which is, is kind of insane to think about. AT&T reported that the Hulk Hogan 900 number line was the single biggest 900 number from uh, 1991 to 1993. Um, My research did not say what you got for calling that 900 (laughs) number. Um, Perhaps it's just recording, playing recordings of him. uh, What are you wearing? No longer a (laughs) t-shirt. Tear it off! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So... Anything else we want to add for context or anything I'm missing? I I remember debating um, maybe which wrestlers I might like or not like or like talking with my friends like, you know, do you like Jake the Snake or do you like Ravishing Rick Rude and, and, and this stuff. It was never a question, though, about Hogan. It was always like, well, fuck yeah, Hogan rules. I mean, like you could you could fight back an entire army with just your, you know, your Hulkamania. Sure. The worst, the worst Catholic school day of you have to sit through Stations of the Cross, uh. and uh, it's like, ah, oh, Jesus falls for the third time, but his hands start shaking, shaking, brother, and he gets up. Oh, 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 oh pilot's in trouble now. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he foolishly did a dust of strength, oh, and then Hogan throws him against the ropes. Clothesline, clothesline. One, two, three, boom. And you guys mentioned the. Uh, the routine where he's losing and all seems to be lost, and uh, only, but in, in the in the last desperate moments, the the crowd cheering Hulk uh, gets his energy going again. They they do the arm drop one two three. The arm starts uh, rising, and and the crowd in, uh, inspires him. Miss My, Elizabeth wipes his face, has an impression on it on the. On the <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I tell you what. I would go back to church at least once for Stations of the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lanny Poffo denied him three times that day. <laughs> I mean, I'd be into it. Leave the Lenny now. Uh, yep. Uh, so he wipes his uh, face and creating the Shroud of Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so now you guys know what the bar is. You know what uh, what we're what we're going for here. Uh, we're going to go through a couple of rounds Uh for me to uh, assess and uh, put into my rubric. And yes, Grant, I was a teacher. I know what a rubric was. <laughs> uh, probably the second or third year I was teaching and someone mentioned it. And while I was talking to them, I quickly Googled rubric. And so, of course, <laughs> I know what Oh, yeah, is. I remember hearing that word in school. Uh... <laughs> um, so we've actually, like all good... Uh, interviews guys the interview started when we when we when you walked in the room and uh i've already scored your (laughs) one word responses to hulkamania so Corey for transylvania mania you said or when you hear hulk hogan you said brother brother uh i'm giving you 75 uh ketchup and mustard uh, headbands thank you as as, (laughs) i was gonna ask how many american flags my answer got (laughs) uh grant you said tan. Mm-hmm. I did. You get a hundred ketchup Damn. and mustard headbands. Ben, when I heard that music, I gave you a hundred. <laughs> but then I was like, ah, he's he's kind of cheating. That's not really one word. But then I looked back down at my boner and I was so inspired. <laughs> 200, 200 ketchup and, and mustard. It's just like we said, he can cheat, but we don't care. It makes yes, me right. exactly. That's, right. that's the, the perfect match part. all over again. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you look down and your dick winked at you. <laughs> it was like, come on. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So for round one in this first uh, round, I what I want to hear uh, is your motto. And so Hulk Hogan preached the four demandments. And I swear he probably, you know how like all this stuff is live and they're just riffing and making shit up and they're not that smart. Yep. That, that could not have been purposeful. But he painted his ass into a corner with it, that it, one. It, it could have just been like, well, we want to avoid the religious reference, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't you know think what? Let's ask the new world. There's a religious reference in the demandments, so never mind. Let's, <laughs> never mind. That's true. Let's ask the New World Organization to clear this up. <laughs> exactly, Corey. One joke. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's exactly true. He had lots of moments like that right. where he <laughs> said the wrong thing. Uh, all right. So the his four demandments... We're talking training. We're talking prayers, the vitamins, mm. and believing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all grew up on it, uh, and we all believed it, and again, we were all better for it. So what are your version of the demandments? What's a motto that I can get behind for your a mania? Let's start with uh, Transylvania mania. Well, uh, everyone knows the Transylvania mania, like people love vampires. They love Transylvania shit. This is well known, and you got to center it around someone like a Hogan. Uh, and so I have a young vampire. She came up through the territories, you know, like uh, Carpathian Mountains, the Borgo Pass. <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, Lady Sindra the Exsanguinator, uh, or for short, you can call her <laughs> Lady Sex. Um, uh, Lady Sex is a vampire. Uh, the Exsanguinator. You wouldn't believe this. She's she's not she's not the strongest. She's not the oldest uh, or the most bloodthirsty. Um, but she, she had, she had a good following and people, um, specifically, uh, Queen Nocturne Oriana McMahon didn't want her on the high council. (laughs) They didn't want her as the head reaver of the coven. And yet she made it there. And this is what kicked off Transylvania mania and Transylvania mania is centered around one core motto. It don't mean a thang if it ain't got that fang. <laughs> Funky. 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 Oh boy. Okay. It's it's residing uh with me in kind of like a I'm hearing a kind of a, a funk guitar uh strumming in the background. Oh yeah. I like it. Absolutely. Um uh Ben, Cocomania. Um mm-hmm. what what mantra or motto should I repeat to believe in it? Wow, come on. I, I think if you're really experiencing Cocomania um, then the three coke mandments uh, are obvious. <laughs> um, if you're if you're into coke mania, coca mania, um, look, it's fuck work, fuck family, and fuck the bullshit. <laughs> That's what coca mania is really about. The three F's. I mean, you just give it give it I a shot. Ki- I think kids can really get behind that one. You'll see. Just give it a shot. I mean, it might seem odd. <laughs> you get into it but um yeah it's gonna happen right away though fuck work fuck family fuck the bullshit <laughs> work fuck family fuck the bullshit okay i'm just uh, yeah. you know, i'm just trying this out uh you know even 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 mm. this very day in my in my work day that i uh, came mm-hmm. across a lot of bullshit and uh fucking that bullshit i think that'd feel pretty good and grant mum romania what's your motto uh well Mumra has of course uh, come up with his three decredicts. <laughs> uh, number one, say your spells. 
Number two, <laughs> eat your desiccants. You gotta stay dry. I mean, trust me. You gotta stay dry. It's very important. And number three, ensorcel every day. Every day. Amen. <laughs> Listen, he's he's not a dry, powerful wizard mummy for no reason. You gotta follow Mm -hmm. these. Right. Stick with it. And I know that Say Your Spells was number one, but (laughs) Eat Your Desiccants is is the most important one. You have got to stay dry. I, I would I would I would be you know this shows how much I already don't know about uh, Mummer Mania I didn't know that would be the most important one but mm-hmm. I, it's a good point you know people think Matt like I want to grow up and be a famous like uh, sorcerer mummy or I want to be a famous basketball mummy they focus on the sorcery of the basketball as opposed to the fact that you got to be dried <laughs> out like a motherfucker to be a mummy you gotta stay dry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're kind of missing the point. Yeah, the hydration point is there. key. Don't get it. Hydration <laughs> yes. is yes, key. Hydra- yes. Every athlete will tell you that. Avoid it at all costs. Every athlete and mummy. Okay, so if I put this into my rubric, um, Ben, the, the fuck work, fuck family, fuck the bullshit, uh, I love it. I, I feel it. But at the same time, Thanks. I don't know how well that's going to look on T-shirt. You know, like if we, we're going to cover Can all kids of our markets, that school? that's on a T-shirt. Can you wear it to school? I'm going to give you 10 uh, 24-inch pythons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a 24-inch python is equivalent to five mustard and ketchup headbands, of course. Um, I know the conversion rate. Corey, uh, I, I feel the funk of the fang. You get 20. 24 inch pythons and grant uh that was pretty much a slam dunk 50 24 inch pythons the decretix uh, every you. time they'll get you the the name of, you had me at decretix because it was the it was the one thing that could be dumber than demands <laughs> <laughs> okay round two if we're gonna really go global with this uh and really dominate uh we gotta have merchandise um Hulk Hogan merchandising uh, was ubiquitous throughout the 80s and early 90s. Grant already alluded to the popular... Um, what did you... You said like three words and we all knew what you're talking about. It was like the stuffed pillow. The stuffed uh, wrestler yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. figure. Um, uh, anything normal that you can imagine was branded uh, Hogan, of there course. There were the thumb wrestlers. There were the little rubber wrestlers. There were the pillow-shaped wrestlers. There was... Yeah, the figurines, yeah. Uh, all of that, you know, action figure kind of stuff. Some other uh, ventures, if if we really want to take this to the Hulkamania level, uh, you may or may not be familiar with the Hogan War Bonnet. Uh, he showed up <laughs> on uh, on uh, one of the wrestling programs wearing a helmet, like a red helmet with a big fist on it. Yeah. And people were really confused by why is he wearing the, the quote, Hogan wore bonnet? Well, it was because shortly after you could uh, find these in stores. They were selling them. It was a complete flop. Uh, And I was really surprised to find, I really was looking, I couldn't find these like on eBay or anything. I thought surely there's some Hogan war bonnets floating out there. I couldn't find one. You you think someone's going to sell one with one? Right. Yeah. No. No one's going to sell them. Come on. Are you kidding me? Once they get <laughs> a Hogan War bonnet? Literally, no way. my thought was, as soon as I see one, I'm going to build one. 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm still not quite sure. Holy shit. I'm going to build that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You, you, once you get one of these fuckers, you're never, you're never part of it. We're never it's, taking it off. It's pretty fucking awesome. If you get uh, a reused yeah. war bonnet. Whew. Uh, quite an array <laughs> of um, food, food products. You can, there's a, he has a line of frozen cheeseburgers. He opened a uh, Pasta Mania restaurant in the Mall of America. Uh, If you watch WCW Monday Nitro, the first first episode was in the Mall of America, and they did a little segment from the Pasta Mania store. Okay. Uh, And believe it or not, that WCW promo bump did not uh, allow the restaurant to last as long as you might think. Yeah, it didn't work. Hmm. And to me, what shows Hulkamania's merchandising staying power is if I go to eBay today... I can find a Hulk Hogan autographed baseball selling for $90. So the fact is, the man still makes money off the merch. Let me just say this. That is probably $95 more than you'd get for one autograph by me. Right. So. Hey, the, the Wayne Gretzky autographed baseball is only going for 60 So that, that should tell you. Like, if here's the thing. If if I had written my name on something not associated with me and it was worth almost a hundo, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is our new god. Like, almost, almost a metric hundo. Right. <laughs> almost a metric hundo. Right okay. on, man. So let's. Uh, I, I'd love to hear your merchandising plans, um, Ben. Uh, let's start with uh, Cocomania. Um, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I instantly okay. love okay. it. Okay. I mean, it's it's pretty much it's pretty much just cocaine. Um, I mean, it's you don't underestimate it. I mean, it, it almost sells itself after a little bit. Um, a couple of promos, and it's really, really hot stuff. Um, I mean, if, if you want to, if that's boring to you. Um, We'll do like a Marlboro points kind of thing, and then you can redeem Coke mm. points um, for. I only thought of two items: a dirt bike and a chainsaw. <laughs> and you just kind of mix things up a little bit. Um, you'll see once you get once you yeah. get into Cocomania. I mean, the appeal of those two products is just gonna. <laughs> you will never want anything zapper, besides those friends. two. You'll, yeah. you'll it's never gonna be pretty fucking rad. You'll never ride a dirt bike without a chainsaw after Coke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. Get into Cocomania, fire that fucking chainsaw up, and just see what happens. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's it's brilliant in its simplicity. Uh, Grant, Mummermania, how, how are you merching it? Uh, well, I came up with three basic products. Of course, uh, the answer is everything. Right. Everything that you could possibly find. Well, but I'm, I'm just going to highlight yeah. three, three different things. Number one, for the kids. I mean, it's all for the kids. Uh, a sarcophagus bed. Uh, so it's made of stone, stands up vertically. Kids can learn to sleep uh, standing up, uh, just like their favorite mummies, their favorite uh, cartoon TV mummy. Uh, number two, also for the kids, uh, the Ab Conqueror 450. Conquer your abs. Uh, 450 is both uh, the price of the unit and also the number of abs it gives you. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so many abs. Grant, that's a dollar an ab. Yeah. That's You're a gonna... dollar an ab. You'd be a fool. That's a dollar an ab. You cannot beat that deal. 
You cannot beat that deal. There's no way. Oh, my God. It goes straight from six pack to 450. Don't talk about anything in between. No. 450. You're sprouting abs left and right. You'll have so many abs, you won't know what to do with them. Steel ball bearings in a vacuum bag. I mean, yeah. just see all those little it's like steel vacuum, balls. Vacuum like, packed rice. It's good for yeah. anyone, you know. Some people are like, ooh, my, oh, the bottom yeah. of my arm's getting a little flabby. Slow, throw some abs on there. Get, get them ripped. <laughs> get, some, get a nice washboard tricep, and there you go. Wow. Uh, By the way, Cocomania and 450 abs can <laughs> go well together. Yeah, there's some oh, synergy. Yeah. That, is, that is synergy right synergy. there. Let's just consider a cross-promotion. We'll do lunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want the muscular definition of a withered old mummy, <laughs> use the Ab Conqueror 450. Uh, and the final uh, product, also for the kids, is a fish oil supplement. Because you got to get your omega 3s. I mean, you got to get your omega 3s. Wait, wait, you don't have omega 3s? Come on. You got to get your omega 3s. <laughs> nice abs, but how are your omega 3s? <laughs> Just because you got it. Okay. And dude, okay. dude seemed great. He had a shitload of it's abs. Important. Hundreds of abs, yeah. but no omega-3s. Okay. Uh, Corey, I have some expendable income. How can I spend it on Transylvania mania? <clears throat> well, Grant did touch upon the true, the true money source of mania, which is, what do you put your likeness on? Everything. Hulkamania <laughs> was fueled by the fact that he was a color scheme. And an idea. (laughs) (laughs) That ketchup and mustard. Yeah, he was a color scheme that people already knew and saw daily. Like, this was a slam dunk. Um, So what I'm going to do, uh, and Transylvania Mania is kind of born out of the fact that I purchased a press-on nail machine, and it's next to an exporting dock in China. And so I'm just going to put press on nails on everything because, like I said, it don't mean a thang if it ain't got that fang. <laughs> so now you got fang okay. scrunchies, you got fang trapper keepers, you got fang jeans, right? You got everything. Damn. And uh, if we're going to be known for one thing, it was during the um, the AIDS epidemic, we did give out free I want to suck your bud condoms. Um, <laughs> uh, but aside from that, yes, fangs on everything. Way to work the AIDS epidemic in there, Corey. Yeah. It's a comedy uh, podcast, uh, and I've... Great marketing move. It's been a while. As a, as a San Franciscan, I'm always uh, sensitive to the AIDS crisis and, and, uh, and the, the death toll that it, the, that it took on our communities, so... Okay. Excellent pitches. I, I'm kind of st- uh, struggling to think where I'm going to spend my money. Uh, the rubric tallies um, for selling Coke. Ben, you get five leg drops... Uh, Boom. Grant, uh, for your suite of products, eight leg drops. Mm. And Corey, you really, I love how you're bringing back this. You, you've got, you're incorporating the motto. It's already stuck in my head. 10 leg drops. Yes. Uh, for your product. A leg drop is worth five 24 inch pythons. For those of you who track it. You all know the conversion chart. Okay. That was in my mum rod trapper. Uh, it was one of those <laughs> handy conversions that I used all the time. Mm hmm. So lastly, the the way that you really we've talked about this before on the pod that you roll all of your merchandising and franchising in, into one is is you launch movies. That's where you reach the global audience. That's where the money's at. Hulk Hogan had a storied movie career. Uh, 
I really want to spend like 20 minutes on this, but uh, for the sake of time, mm-hmm. I won't. That could probably be, this could, I <laughs> dibs on doing this as his, his movie career is its own uh, episode, but um, Damn it. just, you know, I, I listen to uh, a lot of different movie podcasts and sometimes they'll, they'll marvel at like, this guy made these four movies in a row or she directed those four in a row. It's like, what a run. There are few runs <laughs> that can touch No Holds Barred, oh, classic. Gremlins 2, Suburban Commando, Mr. Classic. Nanny, uh, Suburban Commando, The Secret Agent Club, mm. Santa with Muscles. Santa with Muscles. And we're going to stop the, the peak of cinema. I know where you're going. As we've mentioned on this podcast mm-hmm. before, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Fantastic. Peak cinema. That's Guys, like Brando in the 50s. I mean, it's just... If, if, if we <laughs> add up the Rotten Tomato scores on those, we're going to be close to 100. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be close to 40. Uh, to be fair, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain has a zero currently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no Holds Bar, 11. Suburban Commando, 15. Mr. Nanny, 7. Secret Agent Club, 33. And Santa with Muscles, 23. Wow, that 33. 33 is a high good. <laughs> Double digits, baby. And oh, that's the one that I've never heard of. <laughs> I believe that was Patrick Ewing's number. Think about it. It was Larry Bird's number. A lot of people's number. Uh, offline, I'll read uh, all of the synopses to myself, but for the sake of time, <laughs> let's get to what... Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, cr- let's crown our Amania winner. I want to know how you're, uh, how you're transitioning into movies. Uh, Grant, Mumramania. Well, having seen No Holds Barred and Suburban Commando, I can say that there's no way I can achieve those heights. Uh, there's, I mean, I'm going to do my best. Uh, but Mumra was in, he had a three-movie run that just maybe, you know, Hogan probably tops it, but that's probably it. I don't think anyone else can touch it, these, these three movies. Uh, first, you know, once he started getting really big, he's a big, strong guy, uh famous for beating people up in the wrestling rings and such because he's now a professional wrestler because I've just decided that he is. Uh, he they, they cast him in Operation Viper 2, Back to the Jungle. Uh, <laughs> Operation Viper, starring Sylvester Stallone, followed an elite band of Green Beret mercenary Navy SEALs who were tasked with taking out a drug smuggling operation in South America. Naturally. It made $330 million. <laughs> big boy. Uh, the sequel, starring Mumra, Carl Weathers, and John Cena, follows another elite band of Green Beret mercenary Navy SEALs as they return to the jungle to actually take out the drug smuggling operation. Because in the first movie, Stallone got a little sidetracked with uh, seducing local women and uh, murdering Vietnamese soldiers. Uh, that, uh, he, did, he forgot, they, they sort of forgot to take out the drug smuggling. But uh, in Operation Viper 2, they go back and actually finish the job. Uh, that was received with just incredibly mediocre, you know, reception. It was just, it was, it really did just okay, uh, aggressively. So. <laughs> it did aggressively okay. <laughs> aggressively okay. So, next movie, he's cast uh, in Step Mummy, in which uh, Mumra plays Chad Baxter, a newly married man who has had now helped raise three mischievous stepkids. <laughs> what the kids don't know is that their new stepdad is actually an evil undead sorcerer. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. 
Can you make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Did you say lich? No, I didn't. I what? What? Yeah. Grant, I I hate to go out on a limb here, but this sounds like fun for the whole family. This is fun for the whole family. It's fun for the whole family. It's a romp. Uh, so after the incredibly mediocre reception of Operation Viper 2, Back to the Jungle, Step Mummy does even more mediocrely uh, to the point where one wonders if maybe he should be starring in movies. <laughs> but not everyone wondered that because he was cast, his final movie, uh, he was cast as uh, in, the, in the vehicle, Mummy's Got a Dunk. Uh, Mumra overcomes the odds and becomes the world's greatest basketball player. It made $250,000 at the box office, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit, uh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Dude, so that, was, that was the end of his film career, but it did spawn a uh, direct-to-video franchise, including such titles as Mummy's Got a Bat, Mummy's Got a Skate, Sackmaster Mummy... <laughs> <laughs> Soccer mummy, scrummy mummy, in which uh, Mumra overcomes the Uh-oh. odds and becomes the world's rugby. greatest rugby player. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Tennis, anyone? Yes, said the mummy. Uh, and of course, mummy's got a bull, mummy's got a golf, and mummy's got a NASCAR. And wow. the role of Mumra was played by increasingly lesser Wayanses in, in, in the franchise. So. Down the chart wow. of Wayans. Now that is a better run than Tim Conway and Dorf. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that is fantastic. <laughs> wow. Sackmaster Mummy has his moments, I will say. The, the rest of them are kind of forgettable. <laughs> okay, Corey. Uh, that's a tough, tough uh, run of movies to go up against uh, for Transylvania Mania. What I mean, we, what are we talking? That is a tough run of movies to go up against. Um, and uh, following the vein of uh, mediocre and below, uh, Lady La, Lady Sindra, the Exsanguinator, uh, starred in a series of movies um, that were uh, wholly forgettable. Um, but over the course of a long run, um, eventually profitable. Uh, at the height of uh, Transylvania Mania, which we all know when that was, um, think back mm. to it. The, the, I am. <laughs> all right. Then you'll remember that that summer there was the triple the triple bill, because uh, uh, Lady Lady Cinder the Exsanguinator she she started in, uh, it was it was a scattergun approach, uh, comedy drama uh, documentary docudrama comedy dramedy um, all of them <laughs> commentary uh, commentary <laughs> a dramedary with a two movie uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, two movie home. and then a, a trilogy a but it's a two movie trilogy. That. Um, yeah. the, uh, the wide ranging, uh, I mean, she was talented too. So, uh, long reach. So that one summer at the height of Transylvania mania, she started in dances with wolves and vampires, Ooh. <laughs> coffin raiders, sex paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and the one, I still have a DVD, lingerie, vampire, sex murder, the blending. <laughs> nice. And she's keeping one. those colon writers in business. I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the guys producing the little typewriter the colon double key. Mm-hmm. There's one, yeah. like for for marquees on like movie theaters. There's one guy who presses the colon one, and there's the orders don't come <laughs> in very like E's and A's all the time, but never a colon. Well, I'm pulling as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to switch out the die. I mean, it's it's yeah. 
You do a period, but then you turn it upside down. That's the trick. Yeah, I was gonna say in most period, in most places they gotta balance it perfectly with with two periods. They don't want to pay for that extra die. Exactly. So all them colons. That's how she's making movies. All right, Ben. You see the competition. Uh, what are we producing for Cocomania? Well, the competition is stiff. With Cocomania, it's it's sometimes hard to um, to compete with that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, Coca, the, the the deal we're going to do is pretty much just re-releasing the Guns N' Roses music videos. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so once we get once we get Cocomania going, I mean, we start with Welcome to the Jungle. Um, I mean, it really captures the enthusiasm. Um, it's going to increase Cocomania for sure. Synergy um, with Operation Viper 2, Back to the Jungle. It's more synergy between <laughs> Cocomania and Mummermania. Oh, we, we, we've got a lot of wheeling and dealing, yeah. too. Um, the, then we, uh, the second one is uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Um, people are pretty enjo- pretty much enjoying it. It's, it's That's like Pepsi ad territory. Um, <laughs> then um, uh, we wrap the trilogy up with uh, November Rain. It's a little arty. People kind of like it, but the enthusiasm also falls off people. Not a lot, and also kind of check out, and also realize, like, shit, what have I been doing for the last <laughs> few days? Uh, I think I probably have to go to work or something. So, yeah. So, it, it's it's just an arc of, uh, of uh, G&R videos. Um, pretty cost-effective, by the way. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just about getting the rights. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. it costs nothing. It's already been produced. Yeah, and, and those guys got to be desperate at this point, right, for, for any cash. So. I would think oh, so. Ax- Axel's on board with this project 100% already. <laughs> yeah. I specifically like yeah. the fact that it's true to its roots because those videos were probably shot basically on cocaine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, like you mean instead of cellulose? Instead of cellulose, I mean, they were yeah. filmed yeah. on right, literal, right, right. literally cocaine. Right. Yeah. Film backing. Yeah. As long. Yeah. 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 As long as Axel hasn't gotten a hold of the originals, we'll be fine. I mean, I I want to produce all these movies. These are fantastic. Uh, this round, uh, keep in mind, very va- the the most valuable currency that we have in Hulkamania is an Andre T giant body slam. Uh, it is worth four leg drops. Although you already know that. Um, Ben four body slams. Wow. Grant four body slams. Corey five. Mm. A the G body slams. God damn. And we got a clear winner. Here's the thing guys. I love all of these. We've talked about all sorts of synergies. Uh, I, I wish we could have all three Amanias, um, but really, we all need to get behind one thing, and this is why I'm using a rubric because <laughs> I'm not gonna. There's no gut feelings here. I, I, I scored the points. Rubric's not a sale. You listeners at home, if you do the conversions, these are actual points. Uh, Cocomania, simplistic. Easy, exciting, fun. Nine hundred points through through the Hulkamania rubric. Transylvania Mania. So many sexy vampire opportunities. It it it's a natural fit with with the uh, with the werewolf and vampire uh, dramas that the teens have been in. Nine hundred twenty five points. Damn, that is more than Ben. Damn. And lastly, <laughs> Mumromania. 950 points. Mm. It is the new wow. Amania. We're bringing back, or we are bringing Mumra Mania. 
Mm-hmm. Guys, Hogan 20 years from now, pal. we're going to be talking about the Mummer Mania generation. Mm-hmm. Dibs on Mummer Mania is a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I think the, the biggest value, Grant, was when you read through your list of movies, There, I could have taken all of those words. I could have written your thing from the words of Hogan's uh, yeah. uh, movie descriptions and bio, uh, like bios. It all would have fit like yeah. it's that. I was thinking was of just like, well, what the, what kind of shit was produced in the 80s for someone like Hogan? You know, you got like a shitty action movie. You got like the fun family movie. Oh, boy. And then terrible sports movie. You know, they all take that arc, too, you know, uh, that it's the action thing. And then it's, uh, well, let's get a broader appeal. So you do some like goofy family friendly thing. And oh, yeah. And then they're out of ideas. So they put you in a sport. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you uh, want to know more about Mumromania, you can email us at free legal, free legal advice podcast at gmail.com. Hey, if you want to, um, if you're interested in Cocomania, um, email me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can uh, you can send us a private message on uh, Instagram. Uh, we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says. Ain't no rules said the Mumra can't play. <laughs> you can uh, find out about all sorts of uh, follow-ups to the Mumra video series uh, on our Twitter account, at FreeLegalPod. Ain't no rule says a Mumra can't play flag football. And mummy's, <laughs> mummy's got a flag football coming soon to a checkout aisle near you. <laughs> and if you like the show... Is a rubric that thing that sailors like look through that's like a crescent with a... <laughs> if you know what a rubric is, tell us. <laughs> Get in touch with us. Uh, I, I'd like to say, I'd like to point out, this is two episodes in a row that I've won. I mean... Ah, shit. Although really, this is like 120 episodes in a row that I won, but you know, who's counting? Uh, Corey, that's a challenge for us. <laughs> to specifically make Grant lose on the next two. That's true. We'll see what guys... kind of defense we can play. We'll see what we can pull on for the D. <laughs> hey, as long as you've got a solid rubric, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. The rubric knows all. <laughs> My rubric uh, takes 10 points away every time you're named Grant. <laughs> uh, I'll just have to try that much it's harder. It's the rubric, Grant. It's not me. <laughs> hate, the, hate the rubric, not the player. <laughs> hate the rubric, not the game. That's what, <laughs> that's what Big Daddy Kane said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you'd go with Juice Crew on that. I didn't know you'd go Juice Crew. But all right, here we are. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 22. Remember the story that you, most of you probably know, maybe not Grant, but a, a kid we knew who said his dad was a carpenter and he was hammering and yes. sawing at the same time yes, yes. and he sawed his leg off. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> One hand sawing? He was down. Uh, one hand hammering up to the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And, and he was then, like, oh. looks like everything's going good with the saw. I'm just mm-hmm. going to let that coast while focus I on the hammer. Watch my... <laughs> and, uh, whoops, saw Let's my check leg back off. on the saw. <laughs> let the, me oh, just check to... on my leg now. And, oh! <laughs> hey, As I'm... he starts... That hammering is getting a little farther away. As he's tipping down in it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm right off. Uh, so <laughs> What's disrupting is... my balance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking no, my of, gone. Um, a soccer ball is rolling in. I'll just kick that thing away and <laughs> wait a wait a tick. 
hey, this worked out real well. Let me just jump in the air and click my heels this way. <laughs> do the old celebratory bell kick, as carpenters are wont to do. <laughs> the carpenter's high five, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it's known in <laughs> Iowa. now for the carpenter's high five, and I, wouldn't you know it? <laughs> so, hey, Doc, I was going up for the carpenter's holiday, and uh, it turns out, came down rather hard, missing a leg. Really pleased with the way that nail <laughs> Let me put my hammer in the pocket of my carpenter jean. What? Whoa. <laughs> oh, man, I would have loved those jeans. I know. <laughs> Turn internet over.